Welcome to this special edition of World Enough and Time. My name is Andy. And I'm Alex. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Al. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I've yeah. had a busy week, but I've cleared the schedules and we're now ready to sit here and talk about what? what we, what's the special edition about? Oh, gosh. Well, alarmingly, we're going to talk about a subject that I feel like I should know a lot about, but feel like I don't know much about. <laughs> it's new Doctor Who, the latest, latest season. New, new, new Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> the Jodes. So, yeah, the Jodes. This is the Series 11 Jodes spe- special. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to have a chat, really, about what we felt about it and what was important, what worked, what didn't. The phrase that I keep hearing this week at my workplace of work is, um, it's not popping enough, or this, this needs to pop more. Not about Doctor Who, just oh, about gosh. generally. Good. <laughs> okay, because I feel that it's definitely popping. I think if you've got a scale of popping, it's very high up. I'd say it's on the nine what, the doc- scale. Doctor- yes. Doctor Who Def- Series 11 is popping. Yes. Gush, gosh. Gush, gush, even. Gush, gosh. I'm gushing. <laughs> gush away, darling. Right then. What we're going to start with first impressions, darling. Okay. What, was your, what were your first impressions of the new Doctor? Um, at first, you just like you're willing her to do it well. You just uh, there's always that yeah. desperation, isn't there, when you see a new Doctor and you're like, for the sake of us all, for the sake, because you always worry that they're going to can Doctor Who at the last minute, and you're like, no, we've got to make this a good one. And I was really nervous, really kind of yeah. worried she wasn't going to quite live up to it. And every time she did something a little bit odd, I was like, oh. Is that, is that going to work? Are we going to be okay with that? But yeah, um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, she's obviously the incredible confidence makes it work. So you're just like, yeah, I can, I can be okay with this. I can calm my nerves now. She's going to make this all right. And so I think it was just, you know, when you're in a room with a nervy person, it makes you feel a bit on edge. And she just, she made you just calm and go, yeah, she's got it all under control. So I was really pleased with it about that. How about you? Yeah, I was I, I was quite nervous, but at the same time, weirdly relaxed, because I knew she could act because of yeah. Broadchurch, but I mm. felt it was just such a different character. Yes. Um, and but very quickly, I felt quite confident and quite quite um yeah this this will work. Yeah. But I was less I I felt less so about the storyline of the first one, and therefore that kind of worked against whatever she was doing. I felt. I felt it was quite a torchwoody sort of storyline. Oh, okay. <laughs> sort, of, sort of basic to begin with. I know we're not meant to be talking about the st- first story, but but Are I just not? felt that she, if she had more content, more Doctor Who-y content, it would have been even easier for her. I felt the content was almost fighting against setting her up well. Right. I yeah, the tor- I not I don't get Torchwood references because I don't understand Torchwood. I just I feel like it's. <laughs> Doctor Who with a bit more running around and far too much sex, and I just never really yeah. quite made that happen. It was just so, the fact that there was, there was a big alien artifact, and it was very present day, and it was it, it was running around and confrontationally on rooftops. E. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very, and I just felt it wasn't hooey enough. But mm. but her performance, I thought, yeah, I accept you almost immediately. Love, well yeah. done. You could hold off until we get the answers to the bigger questions. 
Which are? What was it? Why is it here? Where is it going next? And most importantly, how do we stop it? Because whatever it is, I don't think it's done. Come on, Ryan. Come on, Yaz. I'm calling you Yaz, because we're friends now. She's a good lass. And by, and by episode two, I was like, yes, you're the doctor, and that's that's the way it is. Hooray. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she did, no, did she... I th- she did it quick, I think. She settled into the role so quickly that you're like, I can just get on and be worried about plot now. You don't have to worry now about the... her managing yeah. it. Now, the question is, though, did that develop? Did she build or was it or, or not? What do you think as the, as the season went on? Oh, you see, I don't think it has been like a build. Like, I do feel for, like, Matt Smith... And Peter Capaldi, they kind of, they started quite, I guess, no, Matt Smith didn't start slow, but they started in a way where you're like, ooh, ooh, I'm not quite sure where you're going with this. Are we we all right? Um, And so they needed to build. But with with the Jodes, I think she just, she did stay quite similar throughout and there wasn't really a need to build. She was like, straight away, I'm the doctor and therefore there's no, there's nothing to prove. She could just carry on. This is the thing I do, and I'm doing the thing. And she was really happy doing it. And so there probably wasn't development. But I don't expect the Doctor to develop. I think I want the companions to develop. But the Doctor's just your constant making everything okay bit. And she did that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. But I, I wonder whether it's to do with the narrative and the way the whole season was built. Because I just felt that... This is getting onto a new territory, but I just felt that... um. There was a lot of first nights. There wasn't a build. There wasn't a feeling that of, of enough emotional development for the characters across the series. That that's how I felt ultimately. There was some development mm. around Graham and Ryan and Yaz getting more confident and being more doctorish. That, yeah, that was good. But I kind of wanted. Do you know when she threat? There was the threat at the end of Arachnids in the UK when she said, "You're going to be different people." You know, you, you've got to really know that you want to do this because mm. travelling with me, you're going to become different people. Yeah. And because they haven't really at all become different people yet, they're starting to. Mm. I just feel the build, the build's very slow. Right. I see. I'm, I'm quite liking that we're not getting too much companion backstory. Like, I, yeah. I'm fine with not everything being about, you know, Clara and you know whatever she's been through yeah, and yeah, yeah. Find it. like I just I, I like the fact that they are a device to further plot and it doesn't have to be their plot they are I don't know I I do like the the discrete stories where there's a thing happens in the story and it's not all yeah. about them all finding out about themselves and growing as humans like I like a bit of that but it seems more old Doctor Who in that way when it's yeah your companions didn't need to develop they just did their thing yes and i think we have had far too much of it actually and i think maybe my my feeling of this lack is because we've had too much of it almost definitely because i mean we all love rose de- and her backstory but that was just yeah such a constant like it really was like most stories were based around something about what rose has been through in that bloody yeah. council estate <laughs> it's just such a care anymore Really? Okay. Sorry. We are going to get so many letters from this, aren't we? I'm going to say so (laughs) many things you're not allowed to say about it. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh my God. Um, But I think Russell T Davies, it's very much his his aesthetic, wasn't it? To do this companion's forefront, 
Um, and Stephen Moffat took it over. But basically, I mean, my view is that he basically wrote Linda Day from Press Gang, and that was Clara. Um, yeah. uh, twice he wrote, and, and she was Amy as well. And I think that's the only sort of female character he could really write. Shock. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, yeah. But I was, I was watching it back. Now I know that Clara finished and that was finally done, even though it took two final endings for it. <laughs> I actually, it's like, go away now. I now look back on those episodes and I love them. And I love yes. Clara, which I didn't at the time. Yeah, I'm absolutely there too. Going back, you're like, oh yeah, she's good actually. But there was, yeah, there was something annoying when you first saw it. Maybe it's just, yeah, maybe just how we yeah. took it. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's focus in on some of the companions. Um, I'm going to ask you a real, let's call it a schoolgirl or schoolboy question. Who's your favourite companion? Yeah, I love <laughs> these questions. Oh, well, I think everyone can't help but love Graham just because. He has been given that opportunity to have a bit more of a backstory, and because he's he's oh, well, he's a dad wanting to be a dad or being a granddad, and like it's just he cares and he yeah. he has so much love in him, and yeah, you can't help but enjoy that. It's not to say that oh, I've got them in front of me, so I know their names now. Yaz and Ryan. <laughs> I know everything, me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, it's not to say I don't enjoy them. Like, I really like them all. And I'm really glad that I don't know every last thing that happens in Yaz's life and why she became a police officer, really, and all that kind of thing. Like, I mean, she'll give you a yeah. little tidbit here and there. But I, I do like them all, but I, I think... You are supposed, you are guided to like Graham more than the others. Yeah, is that because he gets more screen time, or is that because you're drawn to him because of Bradley Walsh's amazing performance? I do think he performs very well, and I, to me, also it's a little bit that we all love an underdog, and I think as soon yeah. as um, he got um, cast, the whole world was like, oh god. Like, really? It, to me, it was almost like hearing that Joe Pasquale was going to be one of the companions. You're like, oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so... Oh, you see, I, di I, I didn't have that at all because I knew he could act because I don't know whether you saw the, the Sarah Jane Adventures episode, um, The Day of the Clown, and he was this evil clown from Oh, I do remember that one. I'd forgotten that was yeah. him. Yeah. And he was so chilling in that. Mm. So I thought he would be good. But no, but, um, he did surpass, definitely. Yeah. How about you? Are you in the Graham camp? Oh, absolutely. But particularly because of the sandwiches and the fact like Yes! Can we get some... Can we get some <laughs> so good! Because <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like, but we haven't eaten. Yeah. We, have to, we have to defeat whoever it is. It um, is adorable. We need, we need to have some food and can I just nip to the loo first? Yeah. <laughs> so that adorable. Would be me. Yeah. Yeah, and I did like the fact that he was so vengeful about Grace in the final yes. episode. He was like, I'm going to kill Tim Shaw. Yeah. Um, but, and that turned around, and he had to go on that journey and discover that for himself, and that was that was great. Yeah, and he didn't and back like down. He didn't yeah. just bow yeah. down to the doctor's authority straight off. He wasn't like, oh yeah, she said I can't, so I won't, because really, the doctor knows best. It was like, nah, I know what I'm doing. And he, re yeah, he was allowed to really explore that on his own without just being told, and it was good. 
ain't half made a mess in here. By Tim Shaw. Oh, he's taken a very long nap in a very small stasis chamber. Of his own making? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't do it, Doc. Yeah. I had the chance. Too weak. Graham O'Brien, you're the strongest person I know. Well, one of a few. Okay, let's move on to Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because my my son, I don't, I'm talking to him like you don't talk about him like you don't know who he is. John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, got you. That's his name. When he plays Fortnite with his friends, there's a kid who's really annoying called Ryan. And he's always shouting <laughs> at the screen, oh, Ryan, Ryan, don't do this, Ryan. So whenever I hear the name Ryan, I'm thinking it's him. But anyway, <laughs> I love the fact that Ryan is dyspraxic. I know. I find that feeling. It's so good. I mean, a lot of work that I do in my real work life, um, in real in the real world, is around supporting people who are on the extremes because of how their brains are wired and mm. they, they approach things differently. Um, people who have autism and all that sort of stuff. So it was just fantastic that this person was being fronted up as, as someone who, you know, had these issues, but it wasn't a big deal, but it also did affect their lives. And, yeah, yeah, it I did it was... have an impact, yeah. Yeah, that no, was and did I think I told you didn't know when we were watching it that um that Iona is on the as uh, not fully been diagnosed because they're a bit you know they're a bit careful about that but she's yes. looking like she might be dyspraxic so they're kind of checking in that more right. so it is nice to have that as a something that is known in the public forum and it doesn't completely change who he is as a person he's not incredibly odd but it just adds a bit more depth to him yeah Absolutely. Although partly what I would love to see is a properly autistic companion who really? who blurts things out. Yes, who blurts oh, things out like and who is, is difficult. <laughs> well, not necessarily Tourette's, but more like, you know, because it's about not necessarily knowing social cues and, and therefore... I think we had just... Adric, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was it. Oh, he was definitely <laughs> on the spectrum. He wasn't quite right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I have to say that I think my favourite Ryan stuff, honestly, was was him in It Takes You Away when he was befriending the Norwegian girl, Hannah. But yes. Really, reluct- really reluctantly. He's yes. like, I hate kids. I don't yeah. want to be with you. But yeah. he was forced into that role. And in the end, she loved him more than anyone else, didn't she? Yes, when, when because he was had, real. Was he wasn't... Lovely. It wasn't training or anything that got him there. He was being himself and honest and he really helped her. Yeah, no, it was. It was lovely. And my other favourite Ryan stuff was in The Witchfinders when King James was hitting on him. That was just brilliant. Yes, because he actually went he went along with it really well. It wasn't yes. like he was really like, oh, no, that's horrible. He kind of was like, well, I've just got to go along with it for the sake of everyone. Yeah. And my favourite line in the entire series, the entire series, was when King James said at the opening to that last scene was, um, she will not speak, still speak to me, Ryan. She won't speak to me, Ryan. <laughs> Talking about the Doctor. Oh right, King, yes. King James said that, complaining yes. to Ryan about the fact that the Doctor still wasn't talking to him. I just loved it. Yeah, no, um, that was it was beautiful. Do you have any other Ryan moments you'd like to pick up and talk about? God, I really do need to try and remember some of these stories from that. Uh, I just, <laughs> I, I guess it was just the obvious at the end. Like he was, they did keep 
go in quite a long time when they were trying to do the fist bumps kind of thing and he was just like, I'm yeah. not having it. And and then at the end, obviously, when he comes and saves the day with Graham, it was just so lovely, that moment where they they do yeah. have a little fist bump and it's just, yeah, it, it was it was just nice to see him develop in a way and just be really um, vulnerable um, and tell him that he loved him. Do you say you loved him yeah. or do you say you're my granddad or something? And it was, yeah, it was so no, the, the granddad, The granddad moment was in It Takes You Away, but in the was finale, it? The, the finale he said, um, yeah, I love you. And he pretended, Graham was like, what did you say? He said, I'm not saying it again. You heard. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And looking on the negative side, the human shape targets. If that's the way it is, time to stop messing about. What are you doing? Fighting back. No. Guns never use them. They're shooting at us. I know. They're going to kill us with their guns. He's got a point, Doc. Put the gun down, Ryan. What's your better idea? Outthink them. You can't outthink bullets. Been doing it all my life. Uh-uh. Sorry. Call of Duty, man. I've trained for this. Who's next? See, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you do with things. Taking out the aliens. No, no. Where's the reload? Where's the reload? Where's the reload? Woo! Woo! Made it worse? Just a little bit, yeah. Now do you see why I don't like guns? Don't go on about me. I will go on about it. A lot. Okay, Yaz. You kick off on Yaz. Um, I like how strong she is. I like how confident a human she is. She's very capable. Um... I do like the fact that she's a police officer and she, like she's had training. She knows how to deal with situations. She's like, she's she's like the go-to often with the doctors. Like if she needs someone really like strong who can just go with her and do something pretty dangerous, she knows he has is the one. And I think that's it's really nice that in those situations there's like two lasses together. Just like okay, well you're the strong ones, and then the other two will just kind of bring up the rear. Not that they're weak, but they're just quite not quite as fierce as the Doctor and he has together, which I think works well. Um, yeah. What else do I like about her? I liked seeing her with her family. I know we say, I'm saying all that I don't like all the backstory, but it was, um, it was nice in Demons of the Punjab, just getting to see... Oh, no, actually it was more in um, Arachnids in the UK, when you get to see her with yeah. her, her family, and they're quite real, and yeah, I, I just enjoyed a bit of her just home time and oh, there's nothing horrifically wrong with her life there's nothing terrible but she just wants something a bit more I like that, that she wasn't completely broken uh, I think you get yeah. a lot of broken people that you need to fix in Doctor Who and she's not part of that she's oh, just yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah she's pretty solid yeah I loved um, her and the Doctor teaming up particularly in the Saranga conundrum when they had to get rid of the Pating Oh yes, yeah. But I, I loved that. Like, I thought it was so, so nice. Um, yeah. I, I, and she's obviously so happy to be with Yaz, the Doctor. And yeah. It's an uncomplicated happiness. It's kind of yeah. like, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, there's, there's a romantic relationship there in, oh, in really? Twitter fandom around that. Yeah. But I think it no, can just it be a real deep way. respect and mutual admiration. And, and yeah, and the, like you say, the yeah. uncomplicatedness. It's nice to be around someone who's uncomplicated and just be like, yeah, I Isn't know where I am with her. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite rare as well, I think. It's a rare purity to a yeah. relationship, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but who are you? How do you know my daughter? Why haven't I met you before? Oh, not now. Uh, yes, now. It's not a difficult question. It is a bit of a long answer. Well, I've got time. But I haven't. 
Not right now. Are you two seeing each other? <laughs> I don't think so. Are I? We're friends. Hmm. I owe the doctor my life. Quite a few times over. What's that even supposed to mean? Please, can we not have this conversation now? Okay. So, I want to move on to talk about um, the villains and the monsters in this series. Because, yes. mainly because of, because, no, I'm not going to say, you go. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, like Tim Shaw, I, I think I'm quite glad that they brought him back. Not because he was brilliant, but I like the fact that they started, I like it when they bring back something from new Doctor Who. I think they get sometimes a little bit excited about bringing back an old monster yeah. or an old thing. And it was nice that they brought back something that had already been introduced early on. But he was a little bit, I don't know, a little bit Final Fantasy, a, a little bit you know, action baddie kind of a yeah a monster that I, I don't really gel with just because it's not really my genre. Um, but yeah, I think he was all right. Ghost Monument. I don't. All I can think is Art Malik and this rubbing But it was the band. It was the bandage that you'd forgotten about. You'd even forgotten about the monsters in that one. The bandage. I really don't remember what? the bandage. Was it? Just, well, they all was... they all they all went up in flames. At one point, they surrounded that man and tried to choke him to death. Right. Um, but then later, they the cigar was lit and they all went up in flames and they. And that was the end of them. Went, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, I like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, that wasn't my happiest episode. I must admit. I like the dude in Rosa. I like that he was. Oh, did you? Uh, oh, well, I liked that he was pretty, pretty horrible. The greaser dude. The greaser dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like that he was just wholly nasty, like the space don't... racist. That's what I call him, the space racist. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he was just. Yeah, there was something really good about often again with old new doctor who i don't know how to reference that um the often you kind of have a little bit of a backstory as to why people have become the way they are and you're like oh you've got to feel a bit sorry for them there's more dimensions to them and actually no he's just a really nasty man and and yeah. i think that was again quite nice i sound like i just like basic plots i was annoyed that there was no real monster in arachnids in the uk i did want the spiders to be nasty i wanted them to be cruel oh did you Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, so where do you where do you stand on the pating? Oh, I wasn't that fussed to be honest. I, yeah. Oh no, it was just a bit bingy bongy, wasn't it? It was just all over the place. Like it's just, <laughs> just a bit bingy bongy. <laughs> it's just you can't even see it. It's running around so fast. I just oh no, I'm no, I wasn't yeah. having it. Demons of the Punjab ca- again. Yeah, can I, I just, I just, say, I can I just say about yeah. can I just say about the pating? Um, there was a character in Doctor Who um, Weekly when it started off called Beep the Meep, and very much like the Pating, felt that it was very inspired by that. Oh, really? Anyway. Oh, probably was. Yeah. Um, Kablam! Yeah, it was nice that it wasn't. It wasn't really the robots being nasty, but I did. Uh, was it nice? I I wanted the robots of death whole. Yeah, genre I coming could up. Feel that, I really yeah. wanted that. Yeah, but then. But, I, they weren't exactly lovely, like teaching him a lesson by killing a girl in a room. That was odd. Yeah. That didn't really make sense. Yeah. Oh, so we're calling for help. So what we thought we'd do is like we'd kill a girl or kill a lot of yeah. people. That it didn't make yeah. perfect sense to me. Um, but I think I like, I like the message from that. And in fact, from the whole series, that the real evil, the real 
problems in the galaxy are humans. Yeah, you know, humans are the villains. People are yeah. the villains, and that's that's what the world is shouting to us at the moment. Yeah, through yeah, politics, you can tell it's society, through everything. Yeah, that you're right. That did come across in most of them. Um, yeah. What did I think? Oh, which finders? Oh no, I did not like that tree thing. This. Oh no, and the villains in that, the the aliens, it felt too plonked in there, and they just looked so, so stereotypical, crappy villains, and it's like, I liked all the witches and all that stuff, but the villains, I was like, no, that just doesn't work. Yeah. No, I'm not having that. She was quite good, at last. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, Siobhan Finneran. Her. um, Her, what's she called again? Should know her name. Oh, that's terrible! Are, I don't remember. Are you going to ask anyway, me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh. um, yeah. It takes you away. God, I just wanted to kill that dad. Oh, I was so angry with him. So angry. Well, this is the thing. I've listened to several podcasts that haven't talked about that dad, but um, which really shocked me because I was like, I really can't almost cope with this episode because of the yeah. dad and what happened. He was vile. But then, but then I listened to the Verity podcast, and that's all they could talk about, and I was so pleased that they couldn't get past the fact that the dad had basically mentally tortured and abused his daughter. It was mental. Really horrible. Like, oh yeah, don't go out. It's like, you start off thinking it's like the end of the world and like everyone's been killed by some horrific creature and you see her in this like post-apocalyptic cottage and you're like, yep, definitely the end of the world is nigh. And no, it's just a dad out for a bit of a cheeky weekend it was horrible really <laughs> it was wasn't it but then i liked the fact that it was horrible in a sense in the sense that it was like it should but it should have gone in the way that no he doesn't get to have this time now because he's basically given up on this kid yeah to be utterly selfish and he sh- yeah. i don't think there should have been redemption there i thought no. the doctor was far too nice and i was like nah sod him she deserves better than this horrible man what was your take on the frog Ah, good question. Um, I didn't. I thought it could have been realised better, but then I thought it was deliberately not realised well. Yeah, I, I liked really how silly it was. Choice. Yeah, it was, there was something really enjoyable about the silliness of it. Yes, and I kind of liked the fact that I knew it would make the Doctor Who fans who are already being complete arseholes about this season even more angry. So I quite liked that. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it did. It was quite annoying for me because I'd seen so many frogs on chairs the day before I saw the episode because I was a daylight watching it, and so I was waiting for a frog in the chair. So that was quite annoying. Oh, I see. Because of the, the that's you. Yeah. Ass. I think it was um, quite Douglas Adamsy. Um, mm. It was sort of the the absurd, and there's yeah. quite a lot of that this series. Absurd things going on, and I quite liked the fact that it was it was cookie in that way. That was yeah. good. I did like Jodie talking about making a friend. That was cute. <laughs> Just made a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love all that. I love it when she's being offhand and casual. Yeah. Like my favourite scene with her in it is probably Yaz's flat when she's saying about, oh, I could get a flat. I could do that. And I could get a yeah. purple sofa. And all yes, that was that, really, that's, really that's enjoyable. Like that. yeah. yeah. But it's all all done in a really non-human way that just kind of reinforces yep she's definitely the doctor just saying random shit that no human would say and it was yeah it was really cool yeah i mean i like i do like in the end i did like all that stuff about what she could call them what was the team you know what did they call them in the end the she fam. Was kind of settling on yeah fat. the fam yeah. which i kind of yeah. thought was quite quite cute 
It is. It um, is. I know we do like a companion, Ryan, but yeah. 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 And especially Ryan being younger and having to fight against it because of his age and just saying, no, we can't say that. But like, yeah. it's like the doctor's kind of like your crazy aunt now who kind of like, you just say, you go along with it because she's, she's fun. And you say, yeah, yeah okay. You yeah, know, definitely. I, I like that. Um, and we didn't talk about the villains in the last one. Oh, it was Tim Shaw again, wasn't it? Of course it, it was, was. But so then we did, obviously we've got so the Ux that we can chat about. I did. The, the Ux was quite a nice concept, I thought. There we go. That's yeah, the end of that I one. Did, I, just, <laughs> I just struggled because it was Phyllis Logan. I know. So, um, I had the same issue with her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, shouldn't you be the housekeeper in Downton? Yeah. Shouldn't you be, shouldn't you be Lady Jane in Lovejoy? Yeah. With the antique. Yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes in this series, because they were quite big name guest stars, that took me out of some of the episodes. Yes, I did um, find myself kind of just being like, oh, because Christy's like, oh, I know that person. I'm, and I'm just like scrolling through IMDb and like, you know, from this and then, you know, from that and then, you know, from this. Yeah. And you can't help it because there's so many big names. Yes. And what was really surprising to me was at the start of the series when they put the list of guest stars who would be coming up at the end of the first episode, which I thought was a clever move, actually, to get oh, the casual audience in. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know whether they broadcast that in every country. They no, certainly did not. in the UK. But they listed all the guest stars and their faces, so you knew which guest stars were coming up. Um, but loads of people saying, oh, I don't recognise anyone. I'm like, what? There's loads of people, everyone. I mean, Mental. it's such a list. Such a list yes. of people. And I'm like, well, you, you obviously don't watch television then, other than no. Doctor Who. We- no. Weirdos. That is odd. Are they English yeah. people who said that? Or... Cause it oh, may maybe just... that was it. Maybe it was the American yes. audience who are kind of like, we don't know who these people are, other than Chris Knott or Noth. I don't know how you say his name. Who's that? The one from the one from Sex and the City. Mr. Big from Sex and the City. Oh, never no idea what you're talking about. Ill. Oh, yeah. But, um, he, he was basically the baddie in Arachnids. The American baddie in Arachnids. Oh, we'll see. Oh, okay, the Trumpy yeah. one. Yeah, right then. I want you to tell me, mm-hmm. in true, again, going back to schoolgirl, schoolboy standard questions, what's your favourite story and what's your least favourite story? Oh, God. Right, right, let me go there. Um, oh, God. I'm having trouble here. I did really enjoy the Arachnids, to be honest, just because... Yay! My choice as well. That's my oh, favourite. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, if they'd have been baddies, then I'd have been happier. But there was, yeah, I liked I liked her mum, obviously, yeah, the lady Z, and um, Galati, yeah, yes, and I liked I liked that there were spiders. I liked that there was you know female research scientists and things, and yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. yeah, it 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 definitely it had just a real cozy Doctor Who-ness to about it. I do it just did. like a big nasty monster. I, I felt so cosy all the way through that I just felt, and also all of the the script really worked in that one, and I just felt really comfortable with the way they were developing the Doctor and the companions, and mm. oh, just all all of all of the time they spent together in that I just thought was was fantastic. I just loved that, and I yeah. agree about the the spider, the big spider at the end not being. I think no, the spider in, instinct actually is absolutely just to eat and kill. Yeah. So you have to get rid of them because they're just really dangerous in that yeah. situation. If they'd made the big them small ones again, especially. fine. <laughs> yes. yes, yeah, the big one. I mean, if they were small again, yeah, just put them outside. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. you can't actually let them go. No. But um, a lot of people complained about them going into that room and never explaining what happened to them once they were in that room, you know, the safe room. 
Oh, right. Yes. But I think, no, they're just spiders, honestly. But then I kill spiders. Is that bad? Oh, I don't know. Don't ask me. I kill them all. Yeah, yeah. I kill them. Yeah. God, we're going to get so many people writing in and we're just going to get all the hatred. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Things that crawl die. Yes. Um, Least favourite. Least favourite. Um, oh, actually, I did quite enjoy It Takes You Away as well. I'd say that's probably up there. Um, yeah. But um, I think probably the Suranga conundrum. I just... Okay. I wasn't... Okay, you see, now this is where you're going to be surprised. I think that was my second favourite. <laughs> Give us why. Again, I just I was on a cosy streak after the last one, and I just thought, I really like the Doctor in this. I loved the scene with Astos when Astos said, you know, you're being completely selfish here. We're not turning the shuttle around because all these people might die and you're not doing it. And she was like, right, yeah, you're right. I am being selfish. Sorry, you've completely put me in my place. I love that. Right. And that was, it's not just for that one scene. I did like, I did like the way, I did like the character of the, the Pating in the sense of the threat it posed and just the base under siege feeling of that story. And I just, I just liked the aesthetic of it and I don't really know why I think it was maybe more about how I felt in my life at that moment that it was the right episode for me yeah <laughs> I think and I was, that yeah I, was still, I think I was still in Australia at that point wasn't I and I think oh, it's yeah, just, maybe. It's, it just sat right for me but, yeah um yeah uh, no but you tell me why you didn't like it I think it probably is the pating I thought they were a bit lame like it was a bit yeah. lame um yeah. and just I wasn't that fussed about the pilot. I didn't really care. Oh, yeah. I found her a bit annoying, actually. Yeah. I felt like, I, I, I want to care about you, but I don't. bit martyry. The one who should have carried on was Astos, because he was a good, solid person, and he shouldn't have died. Oh, do you so think? I, was, yes, I wasn't keen I on him, so I was oh, all right not? with him dying. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you, you, you can, can go. You die. <laughs> really interesting that we haven't chosen what everyone else sees as the the big stories rosa and demons uh. of the punjab and the witch finders i think those three will come out as the the regarded as the classics of the series really yeah oh, three, yeah rosa yeah. parks i it was the rosa one was it was it wasn't bad like i wasn't against it but i just yeah. didn't i didn't feel insanely like wowed by it and yeah no I certainly wasn't it just didn't do I guess what we want from a a story it just didn't have the yeah yeah yeah, this is just quite an incisive review isn't it I just didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) well it was interesting because that was the one we actually the only one we watched together god how many new who who episodes we watched together so few that's one of them you can say we watched Rosa together yes Um, 
we we left it underwhelmed, didn't we? At the end, well, we were sitting back. We were at the batch yeah. near the beach. Yes. At the batch near the beach. Yes. And we sat back and said, we liked it, but mm. we was, there was a feeling of like... Mm, I rewatched no. it so that I could... Oh, did you? ...get whether or not it was all right. Because um, yeah. I told you I've been back and forth um, emailing a couple of people at work, and there was one woman who loved it, and I was like, okay, I've got to give it another crack. And I must admit, second viewing did definitely improve it for me. Um, yeah. But who's that lass who played Rosa Parks? She does everything as well. She, I found her a v- bit annoying. Vinette, Vinette, Vinette Robinson. Mm. She just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Rosa Parks was a bit annoying. She just, <laughs> she just, you know, again, people aren't going to like this. I, I, I know, just, I'm like, you liked the villain in Rosa, but you didn't like Rosa Parks. No, in Rosa. I like the. That is controversial. <laughs> Shit. What is it? She just, she was just so a product of America. I just think that whole, you've got to be polite. And it's like, she was really rude to Ryan a couple of I know she was nice to him, but the whole politeness thing was just like, ugh, just, he's being nice. I don't nice. know enough about, I don't know enough about the accuracy of her performance, but I th- no. I've, I've heard that she was very like how she sounded and she listened to recordings of her and all oh, that. Oh, wow. Stuff. Okay. Well, well done. Yeah. Her. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's well done her. Yeah. Okay, tell me why. Tell me why Demons of the Punjab didn't work for you. Was that to do again oh, with the the villains? No. Well, person? yeah, no, that did wind me up. Um, but I think, oh, what was it? I'd been having a bit of an argument, like I say, back and forth with these people that I was chatting to, and they were like, "Oh, it's just, it's ticking too many boxes. It's being too PC and all this kind of thing." And then I just yeah. was really keen for Demons of the Punjab to really to fight that back and obviously it went so far down the route of being trite and all those like poppy fields and it told a really important story and as a result I have bought the um, Inglorious, what's it called? What's that book called that I've just bought? Christy my love. Um, Yeah, all about how shit the Raj was for India and how we completely raped and purged and fucked it over. So yeah, the Inglorious Empire. Um, Wow. And so I like that it inspired me to find out more about a period and a load of shit that was done that really I don't feel is a story that's ever really told. So that was good. Um, yeah. But I think it was just upsetting that the that the baddies were just the people there. They were just people killing each other. And that was just, it was just quite, it was quite... It just left you on a bit of a downer, really. I know you're not supposed to feel all happy about Remembrance Day. It's not the point of it. But the, but they were the, they were ended up the baddies weren't baddies, were they? Because they were acting as witnesses no, to those by who, the, die, who die by alone. The, yeah, by baddies I mean like the other people in India who were oh, fighting the actual, each other the, for whether or not whether or not the they were Muslim or yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah, they yeah. were the baddies and that that yeah. upset me and I liked the fact actually that the aliens were just witnesses and I did yeah. like. Um, that side of the plot, but it just, it kind of, again, brings you back to humans are really horrific people. And, and yeah, so in, in that sense, the whole series is a downer. Yeah. <laughs> <Isn't> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the basis that it's just like, yeah, humans are shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would just seem so pointless. And I guess that is, I mean, if that's uh, what you really want to represent for Remembrance Day is that the pointlessness of killing and how horrifically, hideous people can be and how there is no real 
there's no positive to it. So I, it did its job. I can imagine watching yeah. it in England on Remembrance Day must have been quite poignant. Um, obviously, you didn't have that joy here. Um, but yeah, it just, um, yeah, no, I, I certainly wasn't against it. And I think it did a good job. But it, it was just a bit perhaps too trite for me, just how Remembrance yeah. Day-ish it was. And now, Yasmin, my favourite granddaughter. What? Mummy, what? I've told you about that. I want you to have this. Thank you. Was it Grandad's? And get it fixed, if you like. It must never be fixed. Why not? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Nanny, please. You won't understand. I have such stories I could tell you. And we want to hear them, really. If you don't tell us, we won't know. Your life's our heritage. When you're older, maybe. I, mean, I did wonder whether it was there was an opportunity for all three of those not to have any bad, not have to have any villains in them at all, any sort of like um, sci-fi elements, and just yeah. act, actually for all those three demons, witchfinders, and and um, Rosa, just the pure historical. Let's just do some pure historicals. Yeah. And I think that would have been so much stronger. I really do. I would have yes, there is a thing that there has to be an alien almost, isn't there? You're right. Because that, de that wasn't the case. Like, I guess, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like for things like the Reign of Terror and that kind of thing, there is no need. You don't have to have a, a hideous alien. It can just be people being yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, history, no, you're right. History, history and humans are the threat. And you still could have had all that drama about whether Rosa has to give, you know, whether the bus is full enough and, the yeah. circumstances could have dictated that. You didn't need that idiot Greaser guy. Okay, you weren't loving happen. him then. <laughs> yeah. Definitely for the no, witch finders. So I think that would have been absolutely yeah. fine without the bloody tree. Yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah, we didn't need that. No. Indeed. But also because, I have to bring up yeah. for the witch finders, I think I say this all the time and Christian's so bored of it. <laughs> it excites me to see Alan coming. <laughs> <laughs> he was amazing, wasn't he? Yes, and because I spent a week in in his aunt's house in um, in Canada what? once, yeah, yeah. So when what? I was hitchhiking in Canada, um, yeah. I was working for these horrible people um, picking apples in um, the Okanagan Valley, and I was Gosh. yeah, I wasn't earning enough money to even stay in a hostel, so I was staying like in a tent on the orchard, was barely eating, um, and there's Were you a eating woman, apples. <laughs> I was, yeah. I really was just eating apples and barely surviving. Oh, and um, a house next awful. to the orchard in a town called yeah. Oliver. Um, this woman from Scotland, um, originally, she's like, oh, do you want to come in and have a drink? I was like, yes, please. And um, <laughs> and yeah, and she invited me to come and stay with her for a week. And she just let me stay. I remember the first time of just washing for like first time in about a week where I'd actually had a hot shower and and she gave yeah. me food and it was just such sanctuary and yeah and I saw all these pictures of Alan coming because he was already famous then um yeah and and I was like oh wow that's really weird you've got pictures of him and she's like yeah it's my nephew <laughs> it was just really bizarre and so yeah and so every time I see him it just brings me back there and to think how lovely his aunt is <laughs> yeah that's nice to know because my, my, my favorite Alan coming role of all time has got to be in Romeo and Michelle when he does, when he, oh, when, he leads yes. the dance, when he leads the dancing, that's yes. not only the brilliant. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, which we tried to reenact at that party the same year, didn't we? That housewarming yes, party. Yes, time did, after we did time. We was, yes, <laughs> yes. We were amazing. We cleared the dance floor we, with our amazing moves. I think we did. We were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably like, this brother and sister, is they're weird. I Why think they probably they thought there was... <laughs> that kind of shouldn't happen. People would look at us questioningly, I'm sure. Yeah, we were quite odd. <laughs> We just got each other. We still do. Um, right, now, we're ready for the section that we keep forgetting to do, even though we both agree oh, that we should be doing it. And absolutely. that is Dressed for Success. Woo! I'm gonna get dressed for success Shaping me up for the big time, baby Get dressed for success Yes. Um, okay, who's, who was dressed for success for you this series? <laughs> well, I really must commend the Doctor's outfit. I love it. I really do. However that. much yeah. we knew it was coming and like it was, it, it was talked about so much. Like, I'm not going to be buying myself a rainbow t-shirt, but she rocks a pair of culottes. She does it well, and yeah. she just, yeah, it just looks so perfect. I love the suffragette inspiration to the jacket it's just it it's a cool outfit that i would wear if it didn't make me look a bit weird and just like i was trying to be her which i would be and i have now dyed my hair blonde and it does look quite dirty yeah so yeah i try um, not to be too sycophantic yeah. but i can't help myself <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to spoil a Christmas present now, but there might be a rainbow t-shirt on the way to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I would wear a rainbow t-shirt. <laughs> oh, would you? Okay, that's good. <laughs> I can now say, my brother bought it for me. I was completely trying to be Jodie, and I can't waste the present, and I've got the excuse right there. <laughs> exactly. Photo or it didn't happen though. Photo or it didn't happen. We need Absolutely, that. Absolutely, there will be one. The Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Who else so was dressed for success? Oh god, I did. Yeah. I think a few Alan, people. Alan complained. Cumming. Alan Cumming was. <laughs> yeah, he certainly was. I think a few people complained that people didn't dress for the era, and I I do quite. I do agree. I love... You need to have the standard companion outfit. You need to know what their standard is, which I think we do with Yaz and Ryan. But you, I love it when they get dressed into something a little bit for the period. Like if, if someone's wearing unnecessary dresses and things like that. I just... I do like a bit of that. So I think it was a shame that they didn't try and dress for the period sometimes. Yes. They, they, they made, there could have been plot parts that could have made them have to change and stuff yeah. yeah like they found a chest and they stole some dresses <laughs> yeah, got, in good old-fashioned barbara and susan yeah. stealing other people's clothes mm, um, yeah this one susan <laughs> <laughs> yes and i have this one's just the right size um, but um i was gonna say i did like graham's hat when he was the witch finder general when he had the hat oh it yes it was so funny it just looked so wrong with everything but it was he really yeah. owned it didn't he um but i oh also like the fact that they didn't they didn't try to make graham too cool he was wearing the equivalent of littlewood's clothes a lot of the time like horrible that... cotton trousers yeah. like polyester trousers <laughs> and like, oh. But that was right. That's right. For yes, him, he know? certainly wouldn't be looking cool. Yeah, no, you're right. That was good. Oh God, what else is there? 
I feel like we really ruined this dress for success thing by not having the this prepped. Okay, Jim is the punch up. No, not fussed. Kablam. What did they wear in Kablam? Was there an outfit? I think so. <laughs> We're struggling, aren't we? Yeah. With, with, I don't think costumes was a big thing this year, other than Jodie's. I think that one takes all of all the um, attention. Yeah. Well done. I like that. Yes. Okay, so that's the end of Dress for Success. So just God, so we, see, we really book. have to prep next time. Good. <laughs> oh, tell okay. you what, I did like the little raised bits oh. on the ooks. That's not quite dressed. It's more plastic surgery. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> quite cool they look quite real yeah, like i was thinking yeah because that's a thing now isn't it instead of tattoos you just kind of fuck with your face and like implant stuff yeah. in it to make funny shapes so yeah they're onto something there yeah what's that called is that is that got a name that weird stuff i can't remember what it's called anyway. can, can we put that in in post <laughs> can we <laughs> <laughs> put that in in post it'll be seamless, seamless in post seamless in post <laughs> i'm gonna get so, is there anything that we haven't talked about about this series that you think we should talk about? One thing is the music. I wanted to talk about the music. The, I love uh, it. What do you think? I get really excited. I do. Every time it comes on, I do get a little kind of shiver of, oh, what's happening now? Like, I just, I, it is, it, it builds the excitement. It's it's quite explodey. It doesn't sound too similar to previous ones. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this next episode that's coming up. And yeah, no, I do really like it. You see, I don't. Ah! I find it, I know, I find it really too low key. And I'm like, no, build bigger, more louder. I keep turning up the sound. Like, yeah. more louder than that, honestly. Really? I, I feel it's like such an undercurrent. I just feel like it's ah. just one, I feel it feels quite low level monotone to me that it doesn't really go up and down. Isn't I'm really funny? frustrated by it. Really right. frustrated by it. No, but I don't right. know why that is because I've not heard it from anyone. I've heard no one complain about the the theme music at all. No, but that's how I feel. Well, it just so. doesn't do it for you. What about the incidental music, which was much less? Because um, it's not Murray Gold anymore. It's Sego Nakanola, and <laughs> it's the first time it hasn't been Murray Gold since since the start of Rose. You know, so it's completely new feel with this guy. But I love how you're you expecting know... me to have an opinion on incidental music when I can barely remember the plot of any of them. Like, oh, I really <laughs> like the incidental music on that bit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it was amazing. <laughs> it was much more low-key, so you really struggled even to work out what the Doctor's theme was or what a companion theme was. Because you Oh, know, do they have one? Have... They do, but they're really so subtle that you wouldn't know. <laughs> I think that's okay. I do like Rose's theme and all that stuff. Kind of, yeah. Oh, like, it just wound me up a little bit. So, yeah. No, I'm. I don't feel like any of the music has taken away from stuff. Therefore, it must be working. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. So, I, I want to talk about music. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yes, my tattoos oh, are amazing. <laughs> no, about season eleven. <laughs> no, but my tattoos are amazing. I've had so much joy every time I walk down the street, and like I've got my Doctor Who emblems out there. Everyone's just like they're really noticeable. It's really fun. You but need yeah, you so. need to exp you need to explain the tattoos to to the audience. Okay, well, I think I did say you've mentioned in one of the earlier podcasts that I was planning on getting it. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's happened for my 40th. I did go ahead and do it. I've got the um, the entry um, code thing for the Exelon City. I've got the picture of the Cybermen from Team of the Cybermen. I've got the Seal of Asalon, a little Zygon paw. And I've got the Atreus Eagle with the little Doctor Who thing for the top of They're so bloody cool. I'm so pleased that I've done it. Do, do local Askies? So they're on, um, your, I, they're on I don't give them a chance. I'm like, hello, look at my tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a conference call with my client over in Australia the other day. And it was like a really important meeting about how we were going to go ahead with the budgets. And just halfway through the meeting, because it was a Skype call, I just because they're on my ankle, I just, I just whipped up my, my trouser leg, <laughs> put, my, put my foot up in front of the screen. It's like, look! And they were like, okay. yeah people are very concerned i I think the thing i love about them the most is the fact that when they were making and creating the armageddon factor i bet no one ever thought that anything from the armageddon factor would be tattooed on anyone's body no and i tell you that one was the hardest of all i had to draw that by hand myself because i couldn't find an image of it anywhere so i was copying on a crappy little paint program on my laptop. Um, I could have what, sent you it. From, I had an image of could it. You, oh. I actually copied yes. it from the front cover of the Target book because it's in the background in red and white. Oh, and so I, it was funny. really hard. Yeah, so I was quite proud of myself. Oh. Oh, I love the fact that that was from the Target book cover as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I needed to share. <laughs> I just wanted to spend a few minutes talking about how amazing the cinematography was for this series the direction in terms of the sweeps across landscapes, particularly in the ghost monument. Um, there was a bit of it in the last one, the battle of whatever it was called, the battle of unpronounceable Ranskarav Kolos. Yeah. Um, the Norwegian fjords. The new, the yeah. Surf. Were they in Norway? Where, where did they go for that? Do you know? I think they went to Swindon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. I just felt, you felt, They've really taken time on getting the, the visuals right. Yeah. And I did I did love how beautiful everything looked. Demons of the Punjab as well. That looked really beautiful. Yeah, you're right. That was filmed in Spain, apparently, though. So that was, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's do a sort of different Hall of Fame. Um, no, let's do oh, the yeah. same Hall of Fame. Who gets yeah, into the Hall of Fame for Series 11? <laughs> Okay, okay, give me. Okay, right. Now I'm not going to give it to Graham's wife. She's a bit annoying. Um, Oh, oh, she's a bit annoying. Tell me me why Grace is annoying. I want to know that. Oh, I just. I think it's because he talks about her all the time. (laughs) 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 I'm just like, all right, get over it. Um, Yeah. She's just a bit perfect, isn't she? Like, it's just that whole, you know, when you're dead, like, you can't do anything wrong. And she, I just, she was oh, just yeah. so right on and so good. And I just, yeah, I just can never really deal with that. I like a bit of a, a chink. I like someone to be a bit not quite right. So, yeah, she wound me up. Because that's um, more real, isn't it? That's more real. Yeah. yeah. I, I do really like um, Yas's mum. I really enjoyed her. Yeah. Um, oh, I quite liked... I feel like I should know who it was. I can't even picture her right now. The HR lady from Kablam. Oh, yes. Um, 
who is who's who's from Coronation Street, what's she called? Haley. Was she called Haley in, in Coronation Street or was she was Oh was she the life? Was she the rape victim in um Broadchurch? Yes. She was. Oh Broadchurch. yes. Oh. More Broadchurch people. There was a lot of Broadchurch people, weren't there? Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, so I think she was good. Um can, yeah, let's let's give Alan Cumming his dues. We love him. She still does not speak to me, Ryan. Can you get through to her? Afraid not, sire. This is on you. What apparition is this? Just another inexplicable wonder of existence you're not going to be able to tell anyone about. Doctor, I understand you are displeased with me. And I owe my life to you. Not one word of any of this shall ever be spoken. You think it's, but if we put Alan coming in, he will just win. Is that okay? It is, isn't it? Yeah. He should always yeah, win. Fine. They always go with the wrong one anyway, so it's fine. Ju um, Julie Hesmond half. Julie Hesmond half. That's the one who would play them. Yeah. Judy, the HR lady. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who do I like in that? No, we can't put the frog in. Uh, oh, I, I did like <laughs> them, the dude from the Full Monty. He was quite good. Mark Addy. Yes. Yeah. He was, yeah. isn't he? He was. What is he? Paul Paul Racky? <laughs> Blue Racky. Paul Paul Tracky. I've got one. I've got one. Paul Tracky. Yes. Like, yes, I got a name. <laughs> How on earth did you get a name? You didn't even know what companions were called a few minutes ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a lot like Dothraki. I could do that one. Yeah, oh, good. So, su summing up, summary, Where? how do you feel about Series 11? Excited, pleased. They've gone in the right direction. We've got a lot of characters that I think are going to hang around for a while. I really hope that they stick with these people for a while. I think there's no need to keep chopping and changing like has happened a bit too often. I, yeah, I could watch another few seasons of them. Um, I think there's been a good spread of different types of of like historicals and spaces and nasty monsters and lots of bad ones. And I think they've they've covered it all. And I don't feel at the end of it that oh why didn't we have one like that? I feel quite complete that I think they tied it up in a nice bow and it's not I love that there's not been a huge story arc that we're left really confused by I don't feel right. like oh I've got to find out what the hell's going on now I, I just like that it's quite complete so yeah I've really enjoyed it yeah I think that simplicity is such an important point particularly if you're going to capture a larger audience that isn't just cult tv nerds and yeah. I think people are keep forgetting that this show isn't for 40 50 year olds it's it's for it's mainly for a broad audience and it's it's also for kids and john yeah. loves it he does he loves it oh yeah he absolutely Great. loves it and the fact that he loves it as much as he does yeah. just tells me that they're getting it right they really are i mean yeah. his favorite i think his favorite was demons of the punjab which i find really interesting yeah that, oh, that, that is was his favorite and he Aww. was saying it's because he wants to find out about that period. So he it has made him historically aware, yes. history and, aware, which has got to be amazing. And isn't that something that you felt with old Doctor Who? Like a lot of what I've learned has yeah. been, not necessarily I've learned it all from Doctor Who, but it's given me enough of an interest to think, yeah, I'm going to find out a bit more about that. That 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 got yeah. me. I'm going to, and I just, I love that Doctor Who can do that. Yeah. Um, but then I was in else? the pub the other night in Wolverhampton, glorious Wolverhampton, and... Um, as in the public people who I'm doing some consorting with. And they were saying that, oh, they watched the first one, but then they thought the stories were a bit silly. And I was like, oh, 
okay. And I didn't fight it, but no. I was kind of like, is that is that the general public reaction, you know? I mean, we'll watch the first one, it's a new Doctor, see how she does. Oh, she's quite good, but the stories yeah. were, were, were a bit rubbish. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I didn't know whether I... that was representative. Yeah, I do. I do think I. Yeah, it is upsetting when people watch it and they don't love it. But then I, I think I've learnt now that I don't. People aren't going to love it. Like the the passion that we have for Doctor Who, it it is odd, and obviously there's quite a few similar weirdos. But like it's, I don't feel like everyone has to love it anymore. When people say, oh, "I don't really like Doctor Who," I go, "Okay, I'm missing out." But okay, <laughs> it's it's your thing. Yeah. That's okay. I think it's it's just as long as enough people like it for them to keep making it. That's the issue. Yeah, that's always the fear, isn't it? It's just there in the yeah. back of most diehard fans. It's just please yeah, yeah. carry on. Please keep making it. But yeah. It, I mean, I think virtually all the episodes were in the top ten on in the UK programs. Really. Programs of the week of the week. Oh, so, that's yeah, good so, to know. So we're fine. We're okay. Oh, and I can I can do some more name dropping, not proper name dropping actually, because then I don't even know his name. Uh, <laughs> but um, I was lucky enough to um, have a conversation with the director of programming from TVNZ over here, who chooses oh, all yeah. the shows that they um, they buy from abroad, and they're actually the ones they they make locally as well. And yeah, talked all about the British series that he brings over, and they've definitely committed to um, buying season two. Um, and they've even said like roughly when it's going to start, and that it's it's it has pulled in enough audiences over here that it's well worth continuing, and this, the the reception here has been fab. So it's good to have that combo with him oh, and feel good. reassured. Yes, the New Zealand situation. So, I know. Um, I know. Marketing lady of glory, finding out about these things. So, honestly, it was so much fun. I was like, right, okay, can I just write you a list of all the, the series that I'd like you to buy from the UK? He's like, honestly, I'd love it. It's really helpful really? for me when people do that. Oh, so I'm like, really? okay. <laughs> I've got his email address now, so, I, so I'm so i going to be just like hounding him until he's bought it all. <laughs> oh, I might have to help you with that list. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think that was a very thorough and detailed review. <laughs> <laughs> God, if anyone hadn't seen it and then was like, oh, I'm going to listen to these guys and decide what to do, they'd be like, no, I don't feel like I learned anything. Yeah. But, but I do think <laughs> they certainly I, have I, some I, rude I, opinions. So we have the New Year's Day episode coming up. Um, oh. On New Year's, New Year's Day in New Zealand? Uh, we'll get it the day after. But luckily for us, okay. the day after New Year's Day is also a public holiday over here, which is quite nice. Winners. Now, I it's know. tantalisingly called Resolution. Now, receive, receive fan wisdom, which is often wrong, is that actually the full title, when it airs, will be Resolution of the Daleks. Oh, that <laughs> sounds quite lightly, doesn't it? Because, you know, you've had Resurrection, Revelation, yeah, exactly. Resolution. Yeah. And there yeah. is a line about, oh, this is, I can't believe it's these things or something about the alien. I can't remember. There was a clip, wasn't there? Right. Of the Doctor looking I scared. I haven't seen a clip. No clips for us. Okay. Oh, that's that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I must admit, I have enjoyed that they haven't brought back any old monsters. Much as I love them that way they were, I don't feel like there's any need to keep reviving it. I do like that these stand on their own without harking back to a... Oh, I remember. Don't you find that? There's been, like in previous seasons, there's been like a, a, a kind of clever... Oh, yes, we know what we're talking about because we remember this story from 1972. And even though I feel that, I find it annoying watching that. Yes, I know what you mean. And I think the the crazy thing is the fans who are angry about the casting of a female doctor and all the all the stuff that they say is PC gone mad when it's not, it's just representing the world today. 
yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, they have seen that as a further sort of blow to their, their cause. Um, they see that as like deliberately winding them up. As if that's why they're doing it. No, it's just that these things need a rest. Yeah. You can't have Daleks every other story. Oh, no, honestly. it just it's never like because like it's not like you're excited anymore. I find like it's like yeah, we're almost just expecting it. There's always going to be a Cyberman or a Dalek or a Zygon popping up somewhere. As much as I love them, I don't need them now. I can go back and watch the yeah. old ones. Yeah, agreed. Yes. Well done. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think this one will go out before the Stones of Blood now, I've decided. And so it's closest to the end of season 11. Um, so Fine. Almost, Fine. This is, is going to be the most sort of on trend we'll ever be on the podcast. I know, we're always like two months late or something. Like We're talking about the weather and it's like it's completely changed. Yes. No, but I mean, yes. I mean in, doc, in Doctor Who terms, though, actually, you know, we're yes, talking about so like the Reign of Terror from 1964. And now we're going to actually <laughs> talk about what was just on in 2018. Wow. I think people will be begging us to go back to the stuff we actually know. Yeah, <laughs> Please that, talk about Can you about not do this anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I'm with them. I just want to do a shout out to um, to the Round the Archives people again because I still love them. And they still Good. Love them. They're great. Oh, were you enjoying um, that series that you watched because of them? What's that? I don't know. Oh, Dark Shadows. Not yes. really. Okay. It's very slow. Oh, gosh. And I also want to say I still love the guys from the old Doctor Who shoe. shoe? The old Doctor Who shoe. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a shoe. One. <laughs> the old Doctor Who show. Yes. Um, yes, I did listen to the Delta and the Bannermen one because you said I uh, did enjoy yeah. how hung up he got about the, the ties around oh. the, the, ba- oh, <laughs> the baby's costume. hung up on costumes. It's amazing. I love it. And then I also, have you heard the Two Shot podcast? before no no i haven't craig parkinson who's an actor probably best mm. known for being in line of duty if you watch that <clears throat> no okay he's in other things as well anyway i think he's in misfits but okay anyway he's a tall big actor and he's married to susan lynch who was in the ghost Monument. what's he she called was, sorry she was the craig parkinson oh yeah and he's married to Susan Lynch, who was the, well, I can't remember what she was called, the woman in the Ghost Monument, who was one of the two races. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, I know him. Oh, yeah, he's you? brilliant. Yeah, yeah. good. Well, he, he, he has a podcast now, which, because he's an actor, it's interviewing other actors. And there was two episodes, one with um, with Mandiff Gill and one with Josie, uh, Josie Lawrence. No, Josie yeah. Whittaker. <laughs> and they're, they're really good episodes. Really oh, good. Okay. And they're not about Doctor Who. They're about their lives up to the point of where they are now. It's about how they got into acting and how they lived. Mandip Gills is amazing um, mm. about her life on a council estate in Leeds. Um, right. Her dad ran a shop. And Jodie's is all about her, mainly about her year travelling when she was 20 or something. And it's just, you find out so much about them. I felt like I knew more about them so much after that. So I highly recommend okay. the Two Shot Podcast. I yeah. will be checking it out. Thank you very much. Right. I am going to say goodbye to you now from here in the UK where it's it's almost, it's 9.30 now. Oh, it's 10.30 for me. Oh, it's so past my bedtime. I can't ever stay up past nine. This is painful. Yeah. 
But you will be glad to know that our weather's amazing. It's so hot and I'm very tanned. But Christmas is meant to be cold. That's the rules. Yeah, so it's really going to ruin my Christmas, the glorious sunshine. I'm going to hate all the <laughs> lovely sunning time. <laughs> and you've got your own beach, really, haven't you? I, mean, it's I have Harper's Beach. That's what it is. Yes. Harper's Beach. Right. Lovely to chat to you. Lovely yes. to be in so, so incisive and intricate in our critique. <laughs> <laughs> until the next time bye 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 so after recording that episode i thought it'd be really interesting to have a mini interview with my son john to see what a 10 year old's reaction was to this series so he could um say what he thought so here it is okay john so i just kind of want to ask some questions about the last series of doctor who and what you thought okay what was your um initial impression of of the doctor Quite enthusiastic, I would say, but like you were or she was. She was because of like her voice. Her voice, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought she's alright. Yeah. Not the best doctor. Okay, but were you bothered at all that the doctor was a woman, or was that? No, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, so um, so you liked her voice. What else did you like about her? I didn't like the voice. Oh, you didn't like the voice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, what did you like about her? Um, she was clever, maybe. Okay. Okay. Don't really know. That's okay. So, what other characters did you like? Graham. Graham. Why? Because he was a really good actor. Good actor. Okay. Um, what did you make of Yaz and Ryan? A bit simple. How do you mean simple? Like, they, they're like, they're there, but compared to the other people, they're just like, you know, like in a school play, it looks like. Oh, they're not okay. really like... They're not really important. Yeah, but they have the best time moments. Okay, great. Um, so, if you had to choose a favourite episode, what would it be? Rosa. Rosa? Why is that? I thought it was really cool and, like, gave a good moral and stuff. Okay. And did you know anything about Rosa Parks before Doctor Who? Yeah. You did? Okay. So it was the fact that it was a moralistic story? Yeah. What else did you like? Uh, About what? Any other story? Oh, um, I liked... I liked, I think, the last one quite a lot. The battle one, Battle of Ranskur of Colossus. Yeah. yeah. Apart from the name. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like about it? I thought it was good how, like, Graham sort of resisted it. Like, getting the person. Oh, he didn't kill him? Yeah. Yeah. And then he shot his hand. <laughs> or his foot. His foot, yeah, I think it's his foot. Yeah. Okay. Right, what episodes didn't you like? Um. Wait, so. Though, I think the one who fell to earth was a bit the first random. One. A bit random. Yeah. How do you mean random? Like, how is this is random alien who's just there? Okay. Anything else you didn't? Any other episodes you didn't like? Um. 
I think the um something the the one with the 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 little like monster the pating yeah the pating I thought that was all right but it was a bit it was still again random okay okay and I remember at the time you really liked the Punjab one is that is that one you still like yeah why did you like that one so much just because like it's just cool because like they they feel out that the aliens weren't bad and they were actually like trying to help them yeah in places. And did you know anything about the partition of India before that? Mm, tiny bit, I don't really. Okay, yeah. Okay, so if you um were just summing up the series overall, what would you say about this series? Out of ten. Yeah, if you want. Um, maybe like eight. Eight. That's quite high. Because I like... But, yeah, yeah. And have you looked forward to it every week? Yeah, I yeah. have. Yeah. So you're looking forward to the New Year's Day one? Yeah, well, I want the scarf. You want the scarf? <laughs> what do you think about um about the um the fact that there's been no old villains in this series? Has that bothered you? A bit. I wanted to have at least something from like from the other series, but yeah. like they at least but they did and it say that they wouldn't have anything from before in it, so. I guess it's fine. Okay. But the New Year's Day special. Do you want that to be an old baddie? Yeah, it should be like Daleks or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you had to sum up the last series in three words, just choose three words that sum up the last series for you. This series? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, um, Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think you can do better than nice uh, with your command of English. Maybe heartwarming in places. Heartwarming, yeah. Uh, okay, um, that's three words. <laughs> heartwarming in places. That's brilliant. Well done. No, Good. nice. Oh, and nice. So let's not include nice. Don't <laughs> really know. Okay. So it's it's a thumbs up this year for you, is it? Mm, like diagonal. Oh, diagonal! Gosh, <laughs> I suppose it'd be totally thumbs up if it was a ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Cheers, John. please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would make my daddy and Auntie Alex very happy. You can also follow them on Twitter at WorldEnoughPod. Why not tweet them today? You're like the best person I've ever met. You're pretty awesome. You're all right, I suppose. I can't guarantee that you're going to be safe. You know, do you? Really? Because when I pull that lever, I'm never quite sure what's going to happen. That's okay. You're not going to come back as the same people that left here. But that's all right. I think that's good. Be sure.
all of you. Be sure. Yeah! 